People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm going to take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you. You feel you're talented in that. Pursue that. Who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Um, let's try this again. Yeah, let's round number two here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of sad, dude. Uh, you're going to be leaving, uh, and we're going to be doing this podcast for uh, a while without yeah. you, brother. I yeah, mean, there's... Uh, yeah, you, I think you'll be all right. Um, I mean, you'll be back. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I have not gotten my pink slip. Yeah, so I will be back. I hope I'm, I'll be invited back after um, after my little uh, time out of here, my sabbatical. Just call, yeah, call, call it, it a yeah, sabbatical. Let's just call bro, it that. Just because it sounds really cool. It does. And not and very it, many people get to do that. And and it sounds like I'm doing good things too. So uh, you are. Well, you I, are doing something really so. good, actually. I think it depends on what side of the coin you're looking at it from. It's but, very true, actually. Um, so uh, yeah, so I'm going to take a little time out of here, but I think I don't think you're going to have a problem. I think you're going to just just move on right along without me. Uh, you're probably going to have some some guests in here. Yeah, yeah right? I'm excited. I mean, I am excited for the guests that we're going to have on yeah. the JK experience. And uh, I know we're going to bring, I mean, these guys, the people that we uh, are bringing on are just amazing people that have done some really awesome things in their life. And I know that it's going to bring a ton of value. So I'm just actually sad for you that you're not going to be able to experience it. You're just going to have to listen to it like everybody else is. I will. Totally I fine. will. I'm going to download and I'm going to, I'm going to listen to them in hunting camp. So it'll, yeah. it'll be all right. All right, buddy. Well, hey, um, you know, we've been talking all week long, like we do every week, but we're, we were talking, especially this week, on um, how do we continue to, like, how do we take people from where they're at to where they want to go, not where we want them to go. But uh, we, of course, we have a vision for what we, we know that their potential is, exactly. but how do, we, how do we take people uh, from a, a place of uh, maybe minimal success or maybe even no success to a place in their life where they feel so great about what they're doing, what they're accomplishing, the person that they've become. And that's a big process. It's not an easy process. And by no means do we have it perfectly plan- perfectly uh, laid out. However, I, I know that for a fact we've had tremendous success because of the things that we've put in place. But you and I spoke about this earlier this week, and I kind of want to throw the ball into your court here because you had some really great insights and I think that you have some really, uh, I think you have some powerful questions that I think that we can uncover just because you've been in the room, maybe not always, um, having to make the decisions, but you've Mm -hmm. always, you've been around it. So you've got some really great perspective. Yeah. So, so one of the things that we do as, as leaders is we're, we're constantly gauging where our, our, in, in our real estate, uh, concerns, we're always gauging where those agents are at in their business, in their, in their, uh, professional careers and in their personal lives too, mind you. Right. And what we go there. I mean, we, we do. We, do. I mean, we totally the thing is we go there. We, we really totally do. And so in identifying these, you and I will we'll sit down weekly and say, Hey, how's this person doing? How's this person doing? And we'll, you know, the strengths, the, the weaknesses, whatever. And this brought up one particular uh, agent who's, who's been with us just over a year now. And when this, when this person first joined our company, they were scared of their own shadow. I mean, everything mm-hmm. freaked this person out. Uh, it just freaked them out having difficult conversations. So it was to the point to where if they were involved in a, in a difficult transaction and they would, they would come to us and say, Hey, what do I say about this to the other agent on the other end of this? We would load their lips, say, Hey, here's exactly what you say. And then 
as you and I have uh, tend to do, we say, are you comfortable making that call? Yeah. And the response was always, no, can you make that call with me or for me? Or right. can we put them on speaker? And so we would do that. We, we don't have a problem doing that. Now, fast forward one year, and that particular agent is making those calls, having mm-hmm. some successes, very, very confident, mm-hmm. uh, not not so um, thin-skinned, I'm going to say. Yeah. And although I've watched that from a distance, watched that happen, because this is this has been an agent that you kind of took under your wing personally and have, have helped to grow, I want to know the internal processor. I'm, I want to know kind of how those steps, how that person, I mean, it just didn't happen overnight. I want to know how you took that person from, you know, literally scared of their own shadow to now standing up on their hind legs and, mm-hmm. and taking on the world. Yeah. Well, really the process, um, and, and this really, ref- this isn't just for agents. I mean, this is for anybody, right? And as you were, as you were talking, I was actually really thinking about like, um, it's, I, I do the same thing with my kids. I do the same thing with, um, young athletes that I coach as well too. Um, I do this with, um, our leaders within our other organizations and our other companies as well too. So it really, even though this is, I think this is the, uh, the example that we are choosing to use, mm-hmm. it doesn't just apply to independent contractors slash agents. Right. Um, but in this one in particular, uh, yeah, basically what it is, is like you, we have to identify, we've, we've had, con- we've had uh, podcasts before. Where we're like, Hey, we got to go meet them where they're at. In fact, I was just listening to uh, our podcast the other night and it was good for me, by the way, because I was dealing with how do I handle this situation? I'm really frustrated and I know that I got to have a really hard conversation with somebody. How do I handle the situation? And I was telling myself a story about what was going to happen already, right? So I was able to actually just draw from what we were talking about and meeting people where they're at and understand, you know, hey, listen, as a leader, it's my job to go to them. It's not their job to come to where I'm at. And so I, that was I was really humbling and a really good reminder for me. But in a situation like this is like truly we have to identify like what is the true issue, right? If we try to label people into what we believe that their issue is, we're going to try, we're going to try to fix an area of their life that probably doesn't need to be fixed or they're not even concerned about. Yeah. And I think as leaders, oftentimes that's what we ended up doing is that we project like some of the, uh, maybe the, 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 the potholes that we have in our life and try to, Oh, well, you know, listen, I know that if I'm going through this, you're going through this. So I'm going to fix that part of your life. And that person might not need that area fixed. Yep. Because it be, could be something completely different. So what I want to do at first and what you as a leader should be doing at first is uncover the real issue. Because more than likely, it's not the one that's right in front of you, right? That's just a mask. That's just the outward expression of, of how they're covering up something that's probably more deep-seated. Nobody really exposes the real big issue. They're, they're, they're too embarrassed. They're too, um, they're, they're too filled with shame to actually tell people what's really, really going on and why they're not o- able to overcome certain areas of their life and re- achieve certain successes. So that was what really was going on, right? It's like, yeah. okay, what do we need to do? So I'm asking like, was it a lack of confidence? Was it a lack of knowledge of the industry? Um, was, it a, was it the inability to communicate, right? And so we were able to hone in on specific things that if we started working on them, they were gonna give that person confidence. Okay. And from there, we had a starting point, right? If we don't have a starting point, we don't know where to begin. Yeah. Right. We just jump into the middle of that mess. And unfortunately, if you jump into the middle of it, you've got so much baggage and so many issues behind you that you're not going to probably be able to overcome. So you're not going to have the success as a leader that you want for that individual. So you might have to go like you might have to go 20 steps back 
and the process to figure out what's, what's, what's happening in their life so you can fix that or they can fix that. You can identify that for them. And then you get to this point where you actually start making some headway. Yeah. I, uh, th- you said a lot right there, right? That's, that's yeah. a, that's a, a mouthful. And I was and pointing by the way too. Like you I were like, do. Uh, I, I'm the same guy. So uh, <laughs> I've been told that if you tie my hands, I'd probably stutter, mm. which I stutter anyway. But uh, so I think, I think that's brilliant. Identify a starting point, right? Cause mm. where do you go if you don't have a starting point? So I think that's, the, I, I think that's probably number one yeah. right there, right? Identify that starting point. Yeah. Once you find that starting point, then here's the biggest thing I think is the most important thing of it is, is that you have to ask permission. You've got to ask permission from them. Hey, listen, can I hold you accountable? Can I be the source in your life right now that is going to remind you and help you stay on this path that you desire to stay on? You know, I mean, it's, it's really hard because here's the thing is that, I mean, we all want improvement in our lives. If you're listening to this, you want improvement in your life. There's a reason why you're listening to the show. And it's really hard and challenging because things come up in life and they start to derail you or you still receive or you start seeing some success and you, you go down a different path because you're not constantly always struggling and having to improve. Right. When you start to have success, like the ball is rolling and you feel like you're kind of moving like rolling downhill, which is awesome. It's a great feeling. But because you don't have friction in your life you're not having to necessarily grow. You can kind of coast a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So having somebody in your life, a mentor, somebody that you trust, somebody that you've given that you've given um, authority to in your life, it's it's always good to have that because they get you back in line. They're the ones that can actually have hard, honest conversations with you and they're loving conversations because there's nothing in it for them other than to have you that for you to succeed. Yeah. So uh, what I'm what I'm hearing there is if you have the permission, right, to to uh, hold them accountable. I'm yeah. going to say, yeah. right. Then it doesn't come across as just blatant criticism. Right. Right. Exactly. Hey, hey I'm going to help you, but I need your permission to help you. Right. Right. And then that way it doesn't feel on their end. Like all you're doing is pointing out the flaws. Right. Yep. That's exactly right. Uh, and then from there, you got to just build that, that trust, right? You have to build trust within that person. And how do you build trust? Well, you do it by many things, right? One is just having conversations with them, really genuinely asking them how they're doing, How's life going? Like, right, what does that look like? You know, asking the really deep questions. If it's all superficial questions, then they know that you're not actually really caring about them. Mm-hmm. So trust is built in those hard, those really deep conversations about going, okay, like, listen, how can I serve you? Like, how, how can I, how can I help you in maybe an area of your life right now that you're just challenged in? Right. I mean, or do you just, can I, how do I just let you just vomit on me for a little bit? Right. Cause mm-hmm. people, they, they need that too. Right? I, I've got people in my life where I'm like, listen, I ain't asking you to fix it. I just want to vomit. Yeah, I really do. I need to get this off of my chest because if I don't get it off of my chest, I'm going to hold it inside and it's going to manifest in some other area of my life or it's going to go on somebody else. And I really don't want them to. So would you just allow me to just talk about my frustration? So important. Yeah. You have to have that sounding board in your life because if you bottle it all up, hold it inside, it's going to start to spew out and probably at the most inopportune time. Mm-hmm. So you have to have that. And uh, to, to further a point that you made there, as far as uh, building that trust, I have been amazed at how on such a personal level we take it with the people who we lead, mm-hmm. right? I wasn't right. expecting that. And I've told you that before. I said, hey, man, I didn't expect to counsel people in their private lives in order to affect their, their professional lives. Right. And so I, I, I want to stress that to everybody that 
you have to get involved in that personal part of it because if you don't know them personally, you cannot help them professionally. Right. Right. So I was, I, I, that was one of my big aha moments and I'm glad, I'm glad I learned it from you early on because I was like, Hey, I, I don't know if I'm okay having these conversations. You're like, you have to, you have to have those conversations. Yeah. And and I think that we want to make, I want to make sure that it's not like, Hey, listen, you're not prying, right? You're not like, Hey dude, just tell me, tell me the worst thing about you or tell me the thing that you're really struggling with. And I want to know how bad or good your marriage is. No, no, no. No. But what you're doing is you're peeling back the onion saying, Hey, listen, I, it's okay to be vulnerable if you want to be, it's okay for you. Like if you need to have like a sounding board or if you need to really talk about some things that you don't have, um, confidence in anybody else with, I want to let you know, you can be confident in me that what we say in this room stays between us. And I'm going to give you good sound advice. Not the that th- th- you always want to hear, but I'm going to be honest with you because I care about you. Right. Yeah. And so when you build that, that's what you're, how, that's how you build a foundation of trust. That's how you build a foundation of where they can turn to you and say, okay, you know what? You, you really, you were so true in that and I'm going to trust you even more. So that means I'm actually going to listen to you more. And that's the problem that a lot of people do is they don't like, they don't trust people enough that they actually will listen and implement what they say. Mm-hmm. And so we need to break that barrier down and we need to build that up. So we really are so intentional with trying to do that. So I'm glad that you, like, I'm glad you, you recognize that because that's when you really start making an impact. Yes. And we talk about that all the time is it's awesome that we help people financially in their lives, um, take freedom back. Uh, we, we help them uh, create wealth in their life, right? We help them create consistency in their life. Well, I mean, especially in the, the industry that we're talking about right now, there's the, it's, it's challenging to have consistency in a um, commission-based world, yeah. right? Yep. So the fact that we help people do that consistently, we've proven it time and time again, we're going to continue to do that in the future. But it's not just about that. It's so much more than that. It's the personal part of it. Because people, um, when they when, when they do experience what the conversations that you and I are talking about, they're better people from it too. Yeah. You know, like they're serving their community better. They're serving their families better. And they're serving themselves better too. How awesome is that, that they get to experience those three things, you know, business, health, and life, and they get to un- understand that they can live a life on fire in all three of those areas. Yeah, that is, that is so great. And, and again, once you see those, those results of that, it's very, very reward- rewarding as a leader. So we've identified a starting point. We've asked for the permission. And we have built the trust. Where do we go from there? Yeah. So by basically like that, then you you just got to keep stretching, right? So as your job as a leader, one of the quotes I really like is that I'm responsible to you, but not for you. Yeah. So my responsibility to you is to follow the promises that I made to you. And my promise to you is that I was going to help you become this vision and this version of you that you desire. So I'm going to push you. I'm going to get you uncomfortable. I'm going to stretch you. And I'm going to be with you the entire way. Don't, I'm not going to just drop you, but I'm going to help you as you start achieving things in your life that are meaningful to you. So it's constantly like, just, I'm just not going to let them settle. Right. So prime example is, um, that we, you know, every year we talk about goals that they want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. We write, they have, they write them down. And then, you know, we, throughout the, throughout the year, we're always going back to them and asking them, Hey, where are we at? What are we failing in? What are we doing really well? in? what do we need to make some adjustments in? And then we just talked about that, right? How do we reboot, refuel, um, re-energize, whatever, those three R's. Yep. Um, so what we're trying to do is we, we, we go back to them and we're like, okay, what do we need to make some adjustments in? What do we need to do to help you achieve those areas of your life? And then 
we hold them once again accountable, but we also are there to like kind of holding their hand too, right? Yeah. Like if you fall, you're going to get a hand from us. Like we are going to help you get up and go. Yeah. So uh, again, I, th- I think one of the important factors there is having them know that they're not in this alone, right? So uh, I just said it again, but anyway, uh, so we, we, we know that we're, they're not in this alone. And then also we are constantly challenging them to grow. Okay. We have uh, we have identified certain um, accountability things that we that we put into place where we're saying, hey, if you if if we see you straying off course, we're gonna try to write your course. We're gonna try yeah. to get you back on the path. Yeah. So be prepared for that, right? And we're also going to challenge you to do things that you're not doing already. Yeah. And I think that's I've seen that in uh, agents who are really really seasoned here. I've seen you challenge them to go above and beyond yeah. and they're a little apprehensive at first, but totally. once they do it, they see that growth, they feel that and it's, it, it's, it's palpable. Yeah. You know, as we were, as we're talking about this, you know, I, I kind of alluded that, um, you know, when you're as a leader, it's not just about the people that, um, that you're, you know, are employing. It's not just about, um, uh, kind of people that you're surrounding. So, I mean, it's really like, I look at this as like, how do I, how am I raising our children? Mm-hmm. You know, how am I influencing the athletes that I also get to coach too? And I got to just tell you this really story because I think it really ties so amazing into this is, um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I love motivational things around me. I love uh, quotes and I, and I love posters that inspire me because mm-hmm. you, you've got to constantly be filling your, yourself up. And those are ways for me to, uh, you know, make eye contact with something and then like, okay, that's, I got to change my mind. And yes, that was awesome. That's exactly the adrenaline that I needed at the time. Right. Yeah. And so on my screensaver, I've been, I had this, uh, this quote from last year and you know, we're almost at the end of 2019, but I had a quote that was specific for 2018. It was like kind of a prayer that I would say, and it was reminding me always when it was, it was reminding me when, when chaos was consuming me that I was always going to get grounded in this. Right. Yeah. And I haven't found anything that could, well, it was better to replace it. So I was really thinking about like, well, do I just make this in 2019? And then obviously say my prayer. So last weekend, um, I just had an amazing and awesome uh, thing happen to me is our son Brady, he's 10 years old, uh, one of the, you know, just a sweet kid, but he's also like, he's also that kid that never gives up, right? Like mm-hmm. when we're wrestling, dude, he will like flat out just be exhausted and will not give up. And I finally have to say, dude, it's okay, man. I'm not letting you up. It's okay. Yeah. And he just won't. He's relentless, right? Good. And I love that spirit in him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also really kind and he does some things that were just like, man, does a 10 year old actually really do that? Like, that is so nice and sincere. Like I, like I would have loved to be that dude. Like, and I, and I appreciate that part of him. Mm-hmm. Right. He, yeah. So he, what he did is he wrote, he wrote Kate and me notes, uh, which I love to write notes. It's yeah. one of the things, the powerful things that yeah. I, I think that are so important that as a leader, you need to be doing is writing personal notes to people. And I've done that for the kids. And so obviously this was um, something that he grabbed hold of. And he's like, you know, I want to do something really nice and sweet for my mom and dad. So he wrote Kate a note and he wrote me a note. And on this note, he said, um, and he researched it, by the way, too, which is really cool. He goes, uh, my dad gave me the greatest gift you could ever give anybody. He believed in me. Ah, that's awesome. Dude, right? And you're just like, I mean, as a dad or as a parent, you're just like, just like, you know, the emotions well up yeah. and you're just like, oh my gosh, man. Like, first of all, I'm like, did he really cr- make that up? Did he create that? 
So I talked to him, I had a conversation with him. I'm like, dude, I mean, I just, you made me so proud when he said that. Thank you. That filled my heart. And I just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being able to express yourself in that way. Not a lot of people are able to do that. I said, so did you just make that up? And he's like, no, I was researching it. I wanted to find something that was really awesome for you guys. And I, when I saw that, it made me think of you. And I'm like, bang, like, yeah. like that was it, right? So that's my screensaver. That is like, that is, uh, it's on like, you know, my iPad, it's on my phone. It's uh, everything that I see as my, my screensaver. Mm -hmm. The reason why I say that is because that's exactly what you should be giving to people that you're leading. You got to give them the belief that you have in them inside of them, right? When they talk about like, what does your mentorship mean to them? What does your leadership mean to them? is that you gave them the greatest gift that they could receive is the fact that you believed in them. Because here's the thing, you guys, most people don't believe themselves. And we run into time and time and time again, people that don't have anybody that believe in them. You know, they don't have strong leaders in their life. They don't have great examples of men and women that have poured into their lives. So it's our responsibility and our duty to do that and be that for people. Wow. Way to bring it home. Right. Seriously, that was, I I wasn't sure how that all dovetailed in, but when you just made that point, that is so true. And I I think I've overlooked that in, in my leadership. I, you know, I know I believe in them, but I never articulated it, mm -hmm. right? I'm just like, yeah, I know you can do this. I, I probably know before they know they can yeah. do it, right? And you do too. So I, that that is so, so well, so well stated. And, and as you were talking about that, right? Yeah, I think the other part of that is you were leading by example with your son, yeah. right? He saw you doing these. He saw you doing these nice things, doing these handwritten notes to his mother, right? right. Yeah. And to, to his, his siblings. And he's like, oh, that's a thing, right? So now he's doing it. I see that happen here in our organization where you lead by example and we see other people doing those same things, mm -hmm. whether it's living out our four core values, whether it's bringing people up and elevating people. I, I think that's a, a very crucial part of it is that is that being the good example there. Yeah. Uh, when you're being authentic in your life, right? Yes. And I think that you, that's what you're supposed to be doing is just living authentically. And when you live authentically, you guys, you pour into the lives of other people and they can uh, they can respect that, right? They, yes. Uh, they don't always have to agree with it, but they know your heart and they know where you're coming from. So they will respect that. So, yeah, you got to respect that. All right, guys. Hey, well, this is the last episode with Mr. James for a while, but don't worry. We'll be back. I'll be, I'll back. be back. We've got some amazing, amazing people uh, that are lined up. And uh, as always, you guys, we are just excited about what we're providing. We're excited of the response from people. Don't ever hesitate to comment. Let us know what you think, you guys. We so much appreciate you. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.